Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. It's time for the Natural State Football Report with Clint Conk. Taking a closer look at football across the great state of Arkansas with the winningest coach in UCA history. The Natural State Football Report is brought to you by Farm Brothers Flying Service. For the past decade, they've been providing crop dusting services to the farmers of Southeast Arkansas, and they can help you too. Call 870-26300. And brought to you by Kitchens Truck Sales. For all types of used trucks and trailers for almost all industries, especially farming and farming related. KitchensTruckSales.com. Now, let's toss around the pigskin in the zone with Justin, Wes, and the coach. All right, we are joined in studio by not only Coach, but Alan Kitchens of Kitchens Truck Sales over in Mariana. One of Coach's great sponsors this year, and we appreciate him. How are you, sir? Doing very well, thank you. Appreciate you welcome, having me. Welcome to our underwhelming studio. Yeah, it's, it's uh, very impressive. Is it? Happy New Year, brother. Yeah, same to you. Thank yeah. you. Appreciate your sponsorship this year. Yes, and, sir. Um, My yeah, pleasure. We could have had coach this year anyway, but uh, wouldn't have been nearly as much fun without your sponsorship. So, well, yeah, you never know. How are things? Things are really well. Yeah, we had one of the best years we've ever had. It's good. Yep, uh, we'll we'll contribute to the buzz. Thank you. You know, sure, why not? I'm here. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> We're fully uh, recovered from COVID and the setbacks from all that. Oh yeah, yeah. And to be honest, you know, small town Mariana, nowhere COVID, as bad as it sounds, really did not affect us like it did most of the world. Yeah. Well, you know, people are we're, probably shipping more, right? Uh, oh, well, yeah, but yeah, I don't know where all the money's coming from that all these people that aren't working are buying everything with. Oh, yeah. come on now. You it's do. crazy. <laughs> it's called well, credit. Well, I know where some of it is. <laughs> <laughs> credit card bills are probably through the roof, too. So, exactly. Yeah. Yep. Well, that's good. Well, listen, we appreciate you coming over today. Yes, so, sir. Um, what, what, do you guys have a specific, what's your specific, like, sort of target sales? Well, just like the commercial says, mostly it's farm trucks, mm-hmm. grain grain haulers from hauling from the field to their own granary, local granary, um, something like that. We're expanding into over-the-road trucks, single axles, you know, box trucks, you name it. We're yeah. actually even looking at uh, locations in Oklahoma. Oh, cool. To open a second location finally. Did you grow up in Mariana? I did. Born and raised. I've lived within 10 miles of where I live now my entire life. Did you yeah. grow up in trucking or farming? Uh, no, trucking. Okay. Yeah, truck sales, actually. Yeah. My dad was a dump trucker uh, for a long time and ended up about five trucks. And back in 78 or 9, he decided sell some of them and realized he was in the wrong part of trucking so he decided to start selling trucks since 1979 now how about that yeah i got a 28 year old third generation okay. they're working with us that's beautiful yep. love that so you've got a I see you in the razorback shirt over there yep. you're a sports fan i am big mostly look. razorbacks uh yeah mostly razorbacks but anything arkansas my wife went to uca for a while so you know go bears coaches pumped. i know you are too yeah big fan exactly uh we like them. what about professional he called you Follow teams? I, I very little. Okay. Uh, I do watch the games. Um, I, I could care less who where wins. I'm I am a college fan all the way. You Same. know, I don't watch any NBA. I do watch some some uh, Cardinal baseball. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I would a lot rather watch the Hogs play baseball and play basketball and football. You so. get up to games? Uh, games? Very no, not anymore. Yeah. used to. We used to go to a couple a year. You know, football games. I've never been to a Hogs baseball game. I'd love to do that. And a yeah. basket. Well, let's basketball do that. Game. Yeah, hey, let's make sounds this. great. We got tickets. Let's go. Yeah, hell, tell me when. We'll make arrangements, <laughs> Coach. Have you been to Have you been to a Razorback baseball game? I have not. Well, no. We need to get you to a game too, then. Okay. All yeah. right. Let's do that. Yeah. Happy uh, New Year. Hey, Happy New Year to you, my friend. So let's. Uh, yeah. Hey, Alan also has a EV business. 
Uh, yeah, yeah, we sure do. Uh, up we, at, up we, at the lake. Well, even at Mariana, we buy and sell electric. Go- their golf carts is what they basically are. Yeah. But they're street legal. They're considered an electric vehicle. Um, we probably sold about 50 of them this year. And then I've got some at Greer's Ferry Lake uh, that we like late time rentals that we rent out. So anybody's vacationing up there, they can give me a shout and we'll run them a golf cart for the week. How fast are they? Uh? They run about 25 miles an hour. And they're, like I said, they're street legal. So in most places you can ride them around. Okay. You know, anything, I believe the rule is 35 miles an hour gotcha. or, or less. Okay. Know. And if you're a police chief and you don't have your, uh, golf cart license properly probably should not play that police chief card or get yeah. you fired <laughs> that happened this year christian where was that again where was that lady from do you remember she was from a pretty good sized city Maybe it was tampa or something i don't remember yeah remember she got pulled over and she uh they're like uh she's like oh we're just going we just went to the club and back and she's like uh hey i'm the police chief from i think it's oh, t- it was tampa. down in florida somewhere yeah. i do remember that and he's like oh and then they let her off and it was all on camera and then she ends up having to resign it was a bad deal anyway sorry about happy things yeah. um well, I guess we should touch on the NFL thing, and it was, you know, horrible. And there's really, from a, from our point of view, my point of view, with our you know discussion points, it's just such a freak thing. Um, but for Hamlin to get hit the way he did, and then it didn't look to me like you know a real serious thing. But obviously, on any play in a football game, things can go right. I'm sure you've had guys yeah. that were seriously injured over the years. It's just such a difficult thing to deal with. You know, there's some inherent risk, but you just never think it's going to happen to to you or one of your guys. Well, first of all. College football, the NFL, even high school at some level, is played at a very fast level, particularly the NFL and in major college football, at a fast level by superior athletes that are colliding at, at, at high rates of speed. I mean, it is a collision sport. Now, we're doing everything we can to take the head out of it. And I think, you know, I watched during the bowl season, officiating's gotten a little bit better when it comes to the automatic ejection and the head you know so that's for another discussion yeah tell arkansas fans that yeah that's right well it got clear two days later but arkansas just had to win the game twice make it fun yeah no big deal that's right but um and that particular play and i was telling alan when we were coming up you know higgins's head went right into his chest and i went oh boy that didn't look good and then of course then it cut away for a second and then you see everybody looking back and it's not till later that you get the end zone view that he got up and then fell back down. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was one of those freak plays. Um, you know the inherent risk when you play football. I mean, I had three kids, and I was very reflective last night. All three of my boys, of course, Chase played just through high school, but Benton and, and Zachary played through college, and Zachary in the NFL. Um, you know the risk that you're taking, but you never want to see something like that. And then when you got to see the actual – emotion from the players mm-hmm. you knew it was bad and um, they didn't need to re- start that game last night I think that for the most part all parties involved handle it the right way and put all the focus on the young man but you're right I mean as you wake up today and the sun comes up there's uh, 29 30 other teams in the NFL you know they're trying to figure out where does this go from here mm-hmm. with all all eyes on the young man and, and his health, number one, and a priority. Right. Uh, but then where do you go from here? And and I think you guys were talking about ending in a tie and that kind of thing, and I would think that would be appropriate. Yeah, I mean, you can care about the kid and, and the guy and worry about him and, you know, pray for him and all the things, and obviously he's getting great medical attention, I'm sure, right now. They said it's a level three 
trauma center, one of the best in the country. Good. So, yeah. Well, he'll get the best care. And, you know, again, at the same time, you're not going to shut the season down, and there's an appropriate next step. And, and I think they did. I don't think they well, I think they last the right night thing. the focus on him, his family, the uh, you know, and what, the circumstances there, and then, of course, the teammates. And then I tried to put myself – in T. Higgins' place, yeah, you know, and the the the, the emotion and the mentality that 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 he's the drama that he's going through, you know, uh, just a lot to unpack with that. But uh, uh, hopefully, we'll hear some very positive news yeah. today. Yeah, I saw the the one that was encouraging to me. There was an incident where a guy took a puck to the chest in hockey years ago, and was basically, you know, in the same kind of situation, had a cardiac event. They were able to revive him, and then after a few weeks, he was able to come back and play, went on to a Hall of Fame career. So I don't know hockey that well, but, you know, again, it it doesn't mean it's a career ender, which is good, but most importantly, you want to get him, you know, back, back on to his health. feet. Yeah, you no question. Get him back on his feet. Yep. All right, let's talk about some things that are more fun. And I, I would say Arkansas not only won the game twice, but three times because the fumble wasn't a fumble and the targeting wasn't a targeting. And so they right. really tried to screw him, and yet they didn't help themselves a whole lot late in the game defensively against the passing attack of Kansas. The good news is. They won the game, and I think it changes the mentality for most folks looking at 7-6 and six versus 6-7. Six and seven. Well, I don't think there's any question about that. I don't think everybody felt warm and fuzzy, though. Uh, Alan, you and I talked earlier before the game, and you go, well, I hope it's a blowout. Yeah, really. You, you know, to, to make you feel better about the season. The fact that they won makes you feel better, but you're not all warm and fuzzy because of the way the fourth quarter unfolded. The, the calls, the non-calls, and then, of course, Kansas got really hot and mm-hmm. exposed the back end uh, of Arkansas. But – I do want to defend Kendall Bryars, and we were talking about this earlier. He did a heck of a job. I thought he stayed aggressive. I think there was one series in there late that, uh, you know, they were trying to run some clock. But uh, I don't uh, – the reverse I thought was a great call. Just, you know, got a bad you know, bad deal on that. Uh, they pushed the ball down the field. I mean, I, I think he's getting a bad rap right now. I, I think he does a heck of a job. I still think some of his goal line and short yardage packages have a little bit to be desired. You know, but the, the wheel route out of the backfield yeah. is not your traditional, uh, you know, goal. Two-point conversion yeah, play. Yeah, two-point conversion or, 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 or goal line play. And, uh, you know, they hit it, and so he's a hero. But, uh, you know, I think some of that needs to probably be looked at, uh, analytics and cleaned up and so yeah. forth. But I think in this particular game, just kind of looking online and even throughout the season, I think – Particularly in this game, he got a bad rap. I mean, I thought offensively they did what they needed to do. He mm-hmm. he didn't pull the reins back too much. Uh, but you got to give Kansas credit; they got hot at the right time. Their quarterback was on fire in the fourth quarter. Their receiver stepped up. Obviously, the officiating helped them continue to move the ball and and so forth um, with some possessions as well. Uh, but it, the back end got exposed. It was just a matter of time, and Kansas did it. And, uh, you know, fortunately, though, Arkansas made one more play, finished the year with a winning season. I did see where that triggered a rollover year for Pittman and, what, a quarter-million-dollar bonus? That's right. It was important to him. Sure was. <laughs> it was important to well, him. Well, I think from a program standpoint, it's, it's very meaningful, too. Yes. I just, yes. anyway. So. Well, then I saw another player or two, one of the three went into the transfer yeah. portal. Jordan Dominic played well in the game yeah, and then did. went into the portal. So. Uh, the linebacker, uh, Woodard, Jackson Woodard, maybe, he went yep. in the portal. And, uh, and maybe somebody else, uh, 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 the kid from Pine Bluff, I think, who was the captain, the defensive back that went into the portal. Simeon, maybe? I don't know. Blair? Simeon Blair. Yeah, yeah, Simeon Blair. Hard to keep up. I think there's 24 total now. Yeah. uh, So, wow. You know Uh, anything about this coach they hired, the defensive back coach from Florida State? I do not. Um, I do not. Obviously, 
Florida State had a lot of success this year. That yeah. defensively was a big improvement for them. So um, I think the defensive coordinator probably had some input on that. Uh, I think he's a really good recruiter, and and uh, so uh, we'll see how that unfolds. How about the semifinal games? Uh, well, I didn't get to see many of them, uh, either one of them in totality, but um, – uh, wow, TCU. That, that was what was impressive. But, you know, you go back and look at that. Michigan had, Michigan probably should have won that game by three touchdowns. Yeah. You know, but TCU took advantage of those opportunities. And then uh, every time Michigan would make a run, they'd separate themselves. So uh, congratulations to those guys. They're scary, though. I mean, they are scary because they got speed. They got length at receiver. Uh, they're more physical than what you think they are. The quarterback's a winner. I don't care what you say. The dude's a winner. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, how does that guy not start at the beginning of the year? I know. Year? You it's know, crazy, right? yeah. yeah. I mean, he's the backup to start the to fall. Start it's crazy. Chandler Morris, yeah. you know, was the was the starting quarterback. Well, you know, you heard Coach Saban talking about Tom Brady, and I'm not comparing either one of these guys to Tom Brady, but neither one of these guys are going to go impress you at the Combine from a right. 40 standpoint or anything else, but they just win games. Stetson Bennett's one of the best stories in college football history. He is. And then, you know, you look at that game and uh, – Georgia was dead to right. I mean, Ohio State had him. What a, uh, you know, just incredible timeout that Kirby Smart made on the fourth down play because if they make that, it's over. Yeah, uh, pretty much. Out the fake punt. On the fake punt. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, uh, kudos to Ohio State. Uh, I thought they played over their head. They played up to their potential, and they did it without their number one receiver and one of the top receivers in the country and Marvin Harrison Jr. Um, so Georgia survives. A wake-up call for them, I think that uh, not that they were coasting in any way, uh, but I think this is a wake-up call for them, and I think that you will see their very best this week against TCU. Do you think this is a good reason to go to the 12 games? I mean, we were making the argument earlier, like, look at what happened. Alabama crushes Kansas State, who just beat TCU. USC is a breath away from the playoff. They get beat by Tulane. I mean, this to me is the perfect example, perfect example. of why we should have yep. 12, games, 12 yep. teams. Yeah, I, I, It needed to go to either 8 or 12, and they, they settled on 12. Uh, now, of course, Coach Leach, rest in peace, he wanted 64 like, like basketball. I, you know, obviously I think that's extravagant, uh, a little excessive, but I, I think this does – because, I mean, by the way, did you see LSU? Yeah, I saw what they did at Purdue. They look different. I mean, they 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 were without their three of their four defensive linemen, right? And the cats that came in, and they went to a three down front, but the cats that came in as they were backups, they look different, man. I mean, they just look different. They got hot at the you know at the right time. They had a setback there at the end of the year or two, but uh, they're going to be a problem moving forward mm-hmm. because you know the quarterback situation. They got two dudes, maybe three. One of them, you got to think might get into the portal now or maybe later. Tennessee looks different. I mean, their backups has got everybody had injuries and opt-outs and so forth and so on. Tennessee, Georgia, Alabama, LSU. Yeah, how about Tennessee over Clemson? Man, they look different. I mean, yeah. they just look different. I mean, they're too deep and they're three deep. Yeah. Arkansas's got some work to do. Crawford went down first series of the game maybe right the offensive lineman that was starting oh, Tuckies, guard. yeah yeah he went well, and down. he also lost rocket sanders we can talk about that yeah, that's right i mean you go back to what browse did considering yes very now, impressive there was little or no drop off at running back no and we but then that. when they put in the young man harris he looked like he just got off the bus from playing uh, you know a high school game i mean he just doesn't look like some of those other cats look like in the sec right now now that may have to do with coach Pittman's 
change at the strength and conditioning, too. Remember, he talked about nutrition and those kind of things. I tell you what, Tennessee, Georgia, Alabama, LSU, they just look different than everybody else right now. I did want to mention, too, Ohio State, We mentioned you mentioned receiver. I was Harrison played. It was, uh, yeah, but he got hurt. But I was saying, yeah, he yeah. still had a 100-yard day. Yeah, I know. But in the fourth quarter when they really – needed him he, yeah he was not available well they needed him to be a kicker and make a 50 yarder is what they really needed it's a hell of a game those, though those poor guys man. How about that though you know i'm thinking to myself if if he if he makes this kick he'll never buy another thing in his life in yeah. ohio he missed it and now he has to go into you know, <laughs> witness protection, witness protection. <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think missed it was an understatement wasn't yeah it? yeah it yeah wasn't i mean close. it was very bad can you imagine i mean first of all 50's got to be at the it's about the brink of anybody's range at the collegiate level right and then that much pressure that much on the line i can't imagine yeah it's um a great game though and you got to give georgia credit but I, I do think that's a wake-up call for georgia and i think you'll see their very best now whether they cover 14 points or whatever the spread is that that's that's your area justin i don't but, know but I, I, I keep betting against tcu and they keep <laughs> Proven and wrong, so I don't know what to do. I've got I've got Georgia. I bet them like two months, three months ago. So I'm just gonna ride that. I don't think I'm gonna do anything else with that. So, yeah, but I do think you'll see their best this week because I do think that was a wake up call for them. And uh, it's down to twelve, by the way. TCU getting a little love. It was a thirteen out of twelve. Hey, they're pretty good, by the way. This I mean, just they, in. Oh, this just in. They're pretty good. Um, let's see what else is gonna ask you about. Boy, there were some crazy games. Yeah, the two lane game. I know you and. Coach Fritz have a little bit of a history with his former time at Sam Houston. Sam Houston, yeah. yeah he's done a great job. You know, he was one of the career. guys I talked about two years ago when they were making a change at Arkansas, and I said, hey, you know, and a lot of people kind of laughed at me about that. But And whether he'd have done well at Arkansas or not, who knows. But he's a heck of a football coach. Uh, Tulane looks different than they have. Uh, yeah. You know, I was telling my wife, this is not your, your grandmother's Tulane. She was a, her, her grandmother's a big Tulane fan. Her grandfather's a big LSU fan, and back then they played every year. But Tulane looks different. I yeah. mean, I think they've expanded their academic offerings at Tulane uh, a little bit because, uh, you know, back then, uh, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, you only got eight exceptions to get into school. There was a lot more than that on the field last night. A bunch of pro football players for Tulane. Yeah. But Willie's done a great job. I've got two former assistants on staff there. Uh, and congratulations to them. They just beat USC in the Heisman Trophy, winning the Cotton Bowl, and one of the biggest, if not the biggest, turnaround in college football. If you had told me Caleb Williams was going to throw for 550 yards or 562 or whatever he ended up with. Yeah, gross. He would have thought they would have won the game easily, although their defense obviously has been suspect. I would have never believed that Tulane could keep up, and they did. USC and, and Arkansas shared a lot of the same issues. It yeah. was not the ability to run or throw the football and score points. Uh, I thought both teams did that at a high level, just defending people. Yeah. The red zone stuff was concerning. And, again, the, I think the biggest thing we keep hearing about, and Tom Murphy and I sat here and defended Kendall Bryles at length on Friday, but it's always that one play where you're like, what are you thinking? Like the slide knocks under center on a, on a you know keeper, and then there was the cute, cutesy little direct snap play the other day on a third and short when you're running down their throats. And it's like, why? But, why? Then you, but then you watch another game, and they walk uh, uh, Travis Kelsey up under center, and for the for the Chiefs, and he runs a quarterback sneak, and he makes it. Well, coach, let me tell you something. But 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 the point is the the scheme. Trey Knox ain't Travis Kelsey. <laughs> well, and Travis thinks... Kelsey's a little different. He's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, but my point is this: Trey Knox has been playing the position the for like a year. O, the X and O and the schematic of it, yeah, was not was not poor. It was the execution of yeah. the of, of the scheme, and so uh, and again the wheel route. You know, for the two-point conversion or the touchdown, whatever it was, it's not a traditional, you know, two-yard line play, but no. they execute it, so he, he looks like a hero. Uh, now, look, 
I share criticism of him on goal line and short yardage. I think Coach Pittman needs to get more involved with that. Yeah. You know, real quick, I went down and visited at LSU with Nathan Brown some years ago, and uh, uh, whatever you think of him, Les Miles, O-line coach just like Pittman, played sure. at Michigan all that, he handled short yardage and goal line. He game-planned short yardage and goal line, unbalanced lines, extra linemen, big sets, passing game, play-action pass. That was on him. Mm-hmm. Everything else from the 20 to the 20 or up to the goal line was the offensive coordinator. So I think that's an area that Coach Pittman can can help Coach Bryles is maybe be a little more assertive uh, where the lineman, where he would feel a part of that and take yeah. a little pressure off of well, K- Kendall. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they do from a roster standpoint with all the guys that are leaving. And, again, some of these guys are real head scratchers. Like, I don't get it. Guys that are poised to play a lot of snaps next year. And, look, if they land in a better situation, you can understand it. But at this point, it makes you wonder what is going on. Well, they've got – and I wrote this down. They've got to go heavy D-line, safety, obviously. Um, It wouldn't surprise me if they took another O-lineman, another quality O-lineman if they can find it, another receiver. Um, and another corner. I mean, I, I, I think McAdoo and McLaughlin, I mean, I think those two are dudes. I think they're going to be fine. They're going to be better. I think McAdoo has a huge upside. You ever but seen I, a guy get smacked like that and make him make a dude puke? Or no. something? Yeah, that was something. Let's put a shot. Yep. But, um, I mean, I don't celebrate it, but it was pretty wild. Yep. I've just never really seen it Well, again, it like I started the show with, it's, it's, it's a game played by superior athletes that collide at high rates of speed, and, and, and a lot of crazy things happen. But – there are some areas I know they've got to recruit high school, and they need to. Um, but there is about uh, six or seven places they really need to. I think I say to six or seven thousand guys in the portal. Yeah, well, there's about that many, but they, they they need some immediate help to to fill in some spots and create some depth and some competition. Another corner, another quality corner. You can't go in with just two corners and the rest of them redshirt freshmen and freshmen. So yeah, uh, they've got some work to do in recruiting in the portal. Yeah, or maybe recognition on where guys should be since uh, it took McAdoo half was the season. Playing, yeah, McAdoo was playing receiver six weeks ago. And the sad part about it, from what I hear, because I go to Clarendon, he still wants to go back to receiver. He uh, needs to stay at corner. Well, let's. I mean, look, make him a two-way player, and there's no telling what could happen. That's true. Ten forty-eight. We'll continue on after the break. Maybe talk a little NFL from over the weekend. Outside of obviously the. Horrific incident in the premier game from the weekend. There is so much going on from playoff implications. And, yes, Green Bay has done it. Green Bay has put itself in a position where they win and they're in. That's crazy. Yep. So I'm going to be rooting for the Lions this weekend. Wayne Smith Trucking wants you. Now offering a matching 401k. At Wayne Smith Trucking, they offer very flexible schedules with competitive pay, health, dental, and vision insurance, plus a $4,000 sign-on bonus. Visit wstrucking.com. Hi, I'm Bumper Pool for Bale Chevy. I'm proud to be part of an all-star team, both on the field and off. Hunter and the entire Bale Chevy family have taught me that it's about who you are as a person, not just what you do. It's about being a role model for the community. Just like the Bale Chevy family, I've learned that working on a winning team takes a lot more than just hard work. It takes dedication and consistency and real pride for the work that you're doing. That's why I know it really is better at Bale. Visit Bale Chevy and BaleChevrolet.com. Find new roads. For all the times you multitask, Malvern National Bank has technology to make banking easier. When you need to transfer travel money into your account while on the go. When you need to pay your friends back for lunch. When you need to check the balance on your account. When you need to locate the nearest branch or ATM. Or when you need to deposit a check and don't have time to go to the bank. 
simple to use website tools and apps at your fingertips. To find out more, 